0: and welcome to another episode of swipe left swipe left i'm gavin and i'm claire and this week we bring you another true story this one was posted by a friend on our website we'll call him brian enjoy so should i just get started So, I had just moved to a new city and a new country. It was my first week there. I had started a new job, and the first day for the job was on a Friday, and there were actually quite a few people starting there on the same day. It was a research position in a science lab, and there was a welcome reception for a bunch of the new colleagues like myself and it was really boring and had a bunch of these typical team-building exercises uh, that I really didn't want to have anything to do with. I uh, sort of built a couple connections with some new colleagues who equally didn't like the way things were going and we'd complain about the other people a bit because there's nothing that brings people together better than common dislike for others. And uh, near the end of the day one of the people who was organizing, one of the facilitators suggested we go to a pub somewhere afterwards. And me and my uh, group of new friends, colleagues, who weren't really keen on the other people there, uh, decided that would be a great idea. We found out where they were going to go, and uh, we were like, okay, we'll go anywhere else. And we ended up finding another really cute pub, and we had a bunch of drinks, and one of these new colleagues I, I kind of thought was a, a bit cute. I was flirting a little bit, but I also kind of wanted to be uh, a bit settled because this is a new colleague. And I don't want to make anything things too awkward. But um, I stuck around for longer than I probably would have. There was some eye contact. So she laughed at some of my rather lame jokes. And that's when I knew that something was cooking here. So I, uh, as people started to leave, the group got a bit smaller. We moved a bit closer. And then eventually it was just the two of us. We finished our drinks and last orders were called. And I suggested that, you know, it was late, maybe I'll go home. And I, um, I commented on where I lived, which was a little far. and She said that she lived nearby and that she had wine at her place. The next thing I I can really remember is waking up in the morning looking around trying to figure out where I was and clearly I hadn't made it back to my house. And I looked on the floor and there were my clothes from the day before. I looked over and there was my new colleague naked in the bed next to me. And so I have an idea of what probably happened a couple hours earlier, but my head was, it was just excruciating. I felt like there was a bunch of carpenters just banging away in my, in my skull. I saw this picture next to the bed of her and what looked like a, a boyfriend, which I found a bit alarming at first, but I didn't really think too much of it because, um, well, my, my head was just throbbing. So I woke her up and I asked her if she had any ibuprofen or paracetamol and uh, she told me to go into the washroom and I'd find some and I asked if I could take a shower and she said yes and I asked kind of coyly whether she would be interested in um, taking a shower with me. She said no and she went back to sleep, which is just as well. I went into the bathroom and I I found some paracetamol and I, I took that. I felt a bit sweaty, so that was the reason why I took a cold shower. She had this amazing array, this assortment of different shampoos and body washes, and they all smelled great. The water pressure was fantastic. I had just moved to this new city, and I had this new apartment, and and I was really actually not pleased with the the water pressure at my place. So this was kind of a luxurious uh, shower situation, but... That's when things got a bit hairy. I started to feel a little bit sick to my stomach from all the the pints the night before, and I was I needed to, to release some trapped gas. Bathroom was right next to her bedroom, so I tried I tried to make it as quiet as possible, and then I felt warm liquid going down my legs. And then there was the sound. (laughs) And then came the smell. And then I looked down and I saw it. So all of my senses experienced this, this moment in tandem, just one after the other. I don't know at what point did I really piece it together. I shat on the floor of the shower. It came out silent, so she didn't hear me fart, but could she hear a plop of semi-solid shit hitting the shower floor from the other room? That was a question that went through my mind. So I was I was I was panicked. I used the shower head. Once I applied some water pressure to it, it, uh, it started to uh, go down the drain. There were only a few clumps that were a bit more solid that took a little more negotiating with the shower head. With the force of the, the water pressure, there was actually quite a lot of splashback. So once I got the shit down the drain, I had to wash the walls of the shower a little bit. Yeah, I used some of these soaps. One was mango and something, and then there was another thing that was uh, citrusy and quite nice. There was a soap that was minty and quite tingly. So, you know, I had never done this before. This was my virgin experience of breaking up a piece of shit on a shower floor and getting it down the drain in the time that it would take a general person to take a shower. So I was against clock. And I used some of these soaps and I kind of like sprayed them around the shower rather arbitrarily, like a, a Jackson Pollock kind of activity. You know, I like to think that it was it was quite artistic. And I poured some bleach on the floor of the shower and I, I rinsed that down. And then after that point, I had to um, wash myself again. I got out, I got back into the previous day's clothes... Opened the door and I went to the bedroom, and she wasn't there. And then I heard from down the hall a request whether I wanted coffee or tea. And I yelled out, like, oh, Yeah, coffee would be lovely. I sat down, and she had made some coffee and um, asked me how the shower was. And I complimented her on the soaps and on the, the strength of the water pressure. She started talking about things, but I had a really difficult time focusing on what she was saying. And what she was thinking about, because for me, I was just sort of reliving this experience that I just had. I could have cleaned that up better. Maybe I should have just, if I started to feel a bit sick to the stomach, I should have gone to the toilet before going to the shower. In the future, maybe I should do that. She's talking about what she plans to do this afternoon. I'm I'm planning what I'm going to do the next time I take a shit in a stranger's shower. I left there and I went to work the next Monday and we kind of pretended like nothing had happened around our new colleagues. Um, I had to pretend that even fewer things happened. I was terribly embarrassed and shocked and ashamed of myself. And I could have just gone the rest of my life and taken this story to the grave and this experience. But then there's something that's... Even more embarrassing and pathetic that I couldn't live with myself hiding this experience of this story from other people. There was something that was more pathetic about not telling people. So I chose to, um, you know, tell it in the form of a podcast. And for fucking months afterwards, I would be out somewhere and I'd feel some gas and I thought you, know, you could let out a little fart somewhere, maybe step out into the other room, but I could I'd never do it because I was, I was too nervous. It took a long time, I was quite traumatized that I might just shit myself on, on a bus or at work or really anywhere. I like to think that I'm rather thorough, so I'm hoping that she wouldn't have found anything. There was enough soap and shampoo and other sort of smells that I think would have masked the odor long enough, Un- unless there was some sort of situation where immediately afterwards they had a problem with uh, the plumbing and a plumber came over and, and looked into the drain and it showed some concern that the drain was being misused. <laughs> We ended up seeing each other a couple times, and then I ended up finding out that she had a boyfriend out of town. I had completely forgotten about that because I was too hungover when I had sort of surveyed her room. Thanks for listening to another episode of Swipe Left, Swipe Left. Remember, you can post your own story on our website, SwipeLeftSwipeLeft.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at SwipeLeftLeft. Left. And if you like what you heard, please give us a rating on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe for plenty more juicy true stories of dating adventure and misadventure. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.